We all want to simplify our lives and especially our work lives. And that's hardly surprising. The modern age is defined by distraction and excess. But Leo Babota, the founder of massively popular blog Zen Habits, worries that our culture's desire for simplicity might inadvertently be sending us down the wrong path. Simplicity, Leo says, isn't about deprivation. When you imagine the simple life, you picture a monk or a writer living in a cabin in the woods, but this isn't the whole picture. Instead, Leo thinks about simplicity as a process of expanding and contracting, just like breathing. And in this episode, Leo gives examples of his process for seeking simplicity and explains why deprivation isn't the goal. My name is Dr. Amantha Imma. I'm an organizational psychologist and the founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. On today's My Favorite Tip episode, we go back to an interview from the past and I pick out my favorite tip from the interview. In today's show, I speak with Leo Babota about what's the first thing we can do if we're trying to simplify our lives. Hmm. For me, uh, simplicity, again, this is such a, an amazing area to dive into. We could go really deep with it. But for me, it's always, um, it's like a process of breathing where you expand and then contract. So simplicity usually happens after you've expanded a little bit. So if you were, for example, if you wanted to um, get into a genre of reading a certain kind of books, you know, like, so you're like, I want to read all the mystery novels there are, right? So you might start reading and expanding your library and you'd have, you just like start ordering a bunch of things <laughs> online and then you, they call come in and after a while you don't need to be as expensive. And so you can start to simplify from there because you've decided like, okay, I've already explored the expansiveness and now I can cut back a little bit. So it's, it's that cultivating or the, um, it's the idea of uh, winnowing down from the expansiveness. Um, so, you know, in that example, I might just pick the, the five novels that I couldn't live without. And those are the ones that I want to keep in my library. And the rest of them I go and sell. So I think the mistake a lot of people make is to think that this means like you're depriving yourself or somehow you have to get rid of things that you love. What this means is you like explore and expand and then eventually like when you realize this is too much, I didn't need to buy this many things, you start to narrow it down to the things that actually add value to your life that you actually love and then get rid of all of the excess. And that really lightens the load. It really means that you are down to the things that you actually care about. Um, but I still you know, recommend the expansive mode. When I get into something, I'll, I'll usually order way too much, spend too much money, and then and just really empower that. Like, it's totally okay to, to go too big. And then eventually I start to narrow it down and I realize what's actually essential. You can't know what's essential until you've done the expansive exploration, being curious, you know, that kind of stuff. But most people do the expansiveness for a lot of their lives and they don't, they don't then narrow it down. So you have to start to learn what actually matters. And that's really the process after expansion is like taking a look at all the stuff you've done and can you notice what's essential? 
what mattered most to you? What do you care the most about? What is necessary and unnecessary? And as you start to narrow things down, not just like physical things, but, you know, all the commitments in your life, um, you know, all of the things that you do during the day, all the apps on your phone, all of your distractions versus the things that you actually need to pay attention to. Um, this is really asking that question, what matters to you? And most people don't like to be confronted by that question because they don't know the answer. And so they're like, I don't know what matters. I'm just going to keep all of it because what if it matters and I got, you know, the fear is that I'm going to get rid of something that matters. But asking that question really um, allows you to really check into what your values are, what you want the most in, in the world and what you care about. And I think it's such a beautiful exploration. If you enjoyed this extract of my chat with Leo, you might enjoy listening to the full interview, which you can find a link to in the show notes. If you're looking for more tips to improve the way that you work, I write a short fortnightly newsletter that contains three cool things that I've discovered that help me work better, ranging from software and gadgets that I'm loving through to interesting research findings. You can sign up for that at howiwork.co. That's howiwork.co. Thank you for sharing part of your day with me by listening to How I Work. If you're keen for more tips on how to work better, connect with me via LinkedIn or Instagram. I'm very easy to find. Just search for Amantha Imba. How I Work was recorded on the traditional land of the Wurundjeri people, part of the Kulin Nation. I am so grateful for being able to work and live on this beautiful land, and I want to pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. How I Work is produced by Inventium with production support from Deadset Studios. And thank you to Martin Nimba who did the audio mix and makes everything sound better than it would have otherwise.